Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Welcome to Bet the Edge on Wednesday, March 1st. Thanks to everyone watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. Coming up, we're going to be joined by former PGA professional John McGinnis. We're going to talk all things Arnold Palmer Invitational. I'm actually out here right now. We're going to see if there's ways to bet John Rahm instead of just betting him at that short price on the outright market. And we're going to look ahead to the Players' Championship. All that and more coming up. But first, Drew, let's talk about – I really want to talk about that under in the Clemson <laughs> – in UVA game because I knew that total was just begging everyone to take the over. And it yeah. just was such, it, I want to say it was a stinker, but for anybody who bet the <laughs> over there, they, they were in definite trouble. I think the first basket was scored four or five minutes into the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I think at that point you knew if you bet the over, uh Oh, um, yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it took a little bit of, it took a little bit of time for UVA to find some offense. Eventually they get the win and the, barely eked out the cover <laughs> um kept the you know kept it under the total thanks to their defense um yeah. college basketball though was a tough tough watch last night i, I took really an was. l i took an l with uh, uh the arkansas uh razorbacks on the road against the vols the vols were outstanding last night um yeah. and uh but that said uh, i snapped some of my cold streak got a couple of winners in the tennis uh, i got a spring okay. training winner finally in baseball yes. um i laid the price with the rays they win 12 nothing that was a nice little rocking chair win and then, uh, um, you know, got some winners in the association at long last two T wolves finally came through for me. It's been a long season of <laughs> losing bets against, you know, on the Minnesota Timberwolves, oh, yeah. but, uh, they came through for me last night against the Clippers. So that was fun. And, uh, I like the NBA card tonight, but we'll, uh, we'll save that for the end. Yeah, we definitely will. Listen, I want to say one thing, the Lakers lost and the Mavericks lost. One of those teams is going to have to put it together. The, the Mavericks have not won a game with the Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic duo. That's something to keep in mind. It's something to monitor defensively. They're awful. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, and I, honestly, anyone who thought it was going to be anything other than this, what were you, I don't know what you were thinking. Uh, it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting test for them to get into the playoffs. And then once they're there, they may be uh, a quick out. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, without further ado, let's bring in John McGinnis and uh, talk a little API. I'm so excited for this week because, you know, as an Orlando guy, I literally live 15 minutes away from the course. I've been coming to this tournament all the time. You guys know I live near the Golf Channel headquarters, Arnie's Place. John, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. And I appreciate you guys not mentioning that in, uh, meaningless three 
meaningless three that ended the Duke game. So Duke didn't cover last night. Oh, oh that yeah. Awesome. That was tough. That was a very tough My one. boy, Let's didn't keep... Indiana. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Basketball was terrible. Let's talk about John Rahm. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about John Rahm. But first, let's get into the course. You know, not everyone here has had the pleasure to walk Bay Hill. Is there anything that you, you know, stands out or any marketable things on this course that players and golf betters should be worried about? Yeah. Here's the thing about Bay Hill. The easy holes. Every golf course has easy holes and hard holes. The yeah. easy holes at Bay Hill are really hard. They're the best set of short par fours on the PGA Tour. Look, number 10 at Riviera is the best short par four. But take holes out there that are under 400 yards. And Arnie was diabolical in the way that he constructed <laughs> those greens right up with bulkheading uh, on a lot of sides around the pond. So to me, this is one of the uh, best golf courses for precision short irons that's ever been designed. Hence, Tigers won here eight times. John Rahm's licking his chops. So I think yeah. you have to look at a guy with, with a great short iron play. That's a very fair point. And I guess I have to question a question for you about the elevated events in this year's schedule in particular. Um, we've had a huge seismic shift in terms of the makeup of the field, right? A bunch of sort of the middle-class guys, guys who are falling down the rankings, guys, you know, not, not really playing their best golf, all leave the tour. And then they, you know, and re in response, they elevate these events. They create these enormous purses. And, and, you know, you have gotten some pretty incredible play out of the elite uh, golfers of the world to start the season. So it's been a lot of fun to follow it as a golf fan. Um, how, how have you seen, uh, you know, just the way that uh, the money is being distributed in these elevated events affect uh, player preparation and the way that they're competing at these events? Look, uh, here, here's the thing. It's $45,000 for last. Uh, so <laughs> see, some, see some pretty good grinding to make the cut these days. Um, so for guys that aren't playing well, there's still a tremendous incentive to, to play as hard as you can. Um, and they just played two, and then we went to Honda, and now we're playing two in a row, $20 million purse this week, $25 million purse next week. What's interesting is they elevated these events financially, but they didn't elevate them with – uh, FedEx Cup points. The FedEx Cup points are the same as they were last year. So the guys who are in the middle of the road who may not be getting into these events have a way to play their way into it by playing well in tournaments like last week. And so next year, they'll have the opportunity by, by doing their jobs now for the future. Yeah, that makes total sense. And speaking of last week, I'm still a little heartbroken. I had Cole to win and oh. he just couldn't pull it off in the playoffs. So that was a tough one. But listen, let's talk about players this week. You said that it's going to be short iron players who do the best, perform the best here this week. Are there any players that come to your mind outside of John Rahm? Oh, well, sure. I mean, Scotty Scheffler is one for one in defending titles. So immediately <laughs> you have to talk about sure. Scotty Scheffler. Uh, I don't love uh, Rory's wedge game right now. Uh, okay. His short iron play at this point in time, and that could change over any given short period of time because he's so good and so talented that uh, a little focus, uh, a little track man work, and he could he could dial that in. Uh, the other one is Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas just won on Monday at the event at that Seminole, the Seminole yes. Member Pro, and he got goaded a little bit before they teed off by Colt Nost, who said, you know, you've got a lot on me, but my name is on the wall here at Seminole and yours is not. Justin wasn't having any of that. I like <laughs> Thomas this week as well. 
Ah, that's a good little competitive edge. I hadn't heard that story. I love that story. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, you know, realistically, they, there has to be an element of, you know, of course, history that tends to play into performance here. Um, I remember for sure the last three or four years, in, yeah, at least the last four years since Rory won in 2018, he has been the hot name. Every better has been, oh, well, you know, Rory's amazing here. This is his yep. course. Like you got to, you know, get some Rory. And yeah, as you mentioned, he hasn't been playing especially well with the short game lately. And his price is kind of in the nine to one range, which feels uh, like the, you know, about as advantage of price you're going to see on him uh, anytime here. So what is your, what is your general read on, um, you know, the gap between a guy like Rahm and Rory? Uh, I, I think that it can be closed at any given point in time. Uh, I can't tell you uh, that John Rahm at his best is better than Rory at his best. We haven't seen that enough yet. And we haven't seen them head-to-head enough yet. That's what these elevated events are going to do. We're going to see them head-to-head at least three times between now and the second week of April. And we may see them play a match in the match play um, in the interim there as well. So uh, th- there's this group of, gr- of guys that create parity on the PGA Tour right now in the absence of, of uh, a full-fledged dominant superstar that I think makes betting on golf right now harder than it's ever been oh, before. Yes. <laughs> And that's why I personally stay away from outright winners. Um, I I just, I think that even if you can get three of them in a year at 15 to one, you better get all three of them because that's the break even point. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Before we get into it deeper, I did see before we went on air, uh, Justin Thomas's price dropped to 30 to one at all. Would that be something you're interested in? I think I'm going to have to just take it out of principle. Like I imagine Justin Thomas in this field should probably be priced closer to 22 to one. Now he's at 30 to one and it's tough to win with John Rahm winning every tournament. But I mean, 30 to one, like, come on, that, that price is crazy, right? It's all in the putter for, for Justin Thomas. And he's been putting well this year. I've had the, the pleasure to follow him quite a few times and mm-hmm. his putting strokes so much better now than it was. Uh, even when he won the players. Wow. Uh, I think that he's in a position right now to really elevate his game. How good is John Rahm? John Rahm really wants to be good from April to August. You know, yep. is is he is he going to gear back a little bit now to make sure that happens, or is he going to just try to win every event before the major season? No, that no. makes total sense. Yeah. Um, the next tier of guys, there's a couple, you have kind of a, an interesting mix with, uh, guys in sort of the 20 to 30 to one range. You got, a, a, uh, some guys that are absolutely elite, um, from an approach standpoint, you have some guys that have elite long irons, uh, you know, is there a characteristic in that second tier that you think will help distinguish any of the golfers that, uh, you know, could put themselves in the conversation with the top three? I think the guys who eliminate the left side of the golf course. Uh, this is a golf course that a fader, a right-handed fader, is always going to do well on. Uh, so if you've got a guy who – I'll use Colin Morikawa as an example. Uh, one of the great ball strikers we have ever seen. Unfortunately, right now, his miss is left. When he doesn't fade it, it, it misses left. Well, left on this golf course is dead. So I don't know uh, that I would back Colin Morikawa this week. Um, although he's in that echelon of players that, that you're talking about, I, I don't I don't know if uh, if there's anybody in that group that I think is going to stand up and really do something. I, I think that 
some of the more interesting plays come a, a little farther down the board. Ooh, interesting. So Whoa. further than Finau, further than uh, Zalatoris? Keep going. I, I, I like uh, Say it. a couple of top <laughs> 10 plays that okay. are, are of great value right now. Uh, the left-handed kid named Garrick Higo, who hits okay. nothing but a hook. The left side of the golf course is eliminated because he aims it left of greens to hook it to back left flags. And he shot 29 on the front nine at Honda on Saturday. Garrett Higo yeah. is, uh, is a player playing well. The other one is the Belgian Thomas Dietrich, who I think is uh, 20 to 1 to top 10. Now, he has several top 10s this year. He missed his first cut last week at Honda, but he had food poisoning on Thursday and had to withdraw. Yeah. So I, I like Thomas Dietrich this week. He's played himself as a rookie into this field. Uh, Thomas Dietrich at 20 to 1 to top 10. That's just too juicy not to get a piece of. Listen, I'm going to have to tell you on that, John. I'm a huge Thomas Dietrich truther. Every tournament I feel like he's in, he has a chance to win. Great putter, too. Great ball striker. So I love that there. Before we talk about the players, I want to read this quick promo for you guys. With all the new implemented rules in the MLB impacting fantasy baseball, it is more important than ever to get your Roto World Baseball Draft Guide. Find all the player profiles, rankings, and projections you will need to hit your draft out of the park. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com forward slash draft guide. Use pin it 25 to save 25% at checkout. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the initial 
initial wager. PointsBet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the PointsBet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867 in Louisiana. Okay, so we have the players coming up next week. We have this back-to-back elevated events. John, do you think there are any players who, you know, might be using this as kind of a stepping stone to gear up for the players and then eventually gear up for the Masters? Yes, uh, although winning this tournament uh, comes with its own set of uh, prestige to win on this property with Arnie's statue there. Obviously, Arnie hasn't been with us in a few years, but the players, the players know, and, and they care about that uh, immensely. Next week's the players championship. It's theirs. And the guy that won it last year, isn't going to be there because he's not one of the players on the PGA tour anymore. They take great pride in that. I think next week's uh, tournament comes with a different sense of pride. Every player on the PGA tour is a member of all the TPC courses. This is their home event, regardless of where they live. It's cliche to say, Look, it's not the fifth major. It stands alone as one of the great fan experiences uh, in golf and also one of the most iconic golf courses. All the majors travel. This golf course uh, we get to see every year. We know back on the PGA Tour, the worst part three on the PGA Tour, it's somewhere at the end of one of those spectrums. I don't know which side. (laughs) It depends on on my job that week. I've done live at 17 and sat there and watched every shot. And that is a a 20-mile-an-hour windy day. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I love 17. Um, you know, this is a this is a gambling podcast. So I will tell you straight up, I like to pick one golfer out of the group. Someone else picks another. We bet a dollar closest to the pin. It's one of the best games to play on 17. I, I do want to ask, you know, it, I'm starting to get more and more excited to bet Tom Kim at, at TPC. Is there a mm-hmm. golfer outside of Rom, outside of McElroy, outside of maybe even JT that you would be excited uh, to play at TPC and to bet on? I think so. I think that when you compare the two golf courses this week and next week, uh, the greens next week are so much smaller than the greens we're going to see uh, at API. So uh, the ability to dial in your irons as, as valuable as it is this week, it's imperative next week. You can't get up and down around that feet back golf course uh, too often. It's, it's just a fact. Some of the best ball striking I've ever seen was walking with the winners there doing either PGA Tour Live or PGA Tour Radio. Uh, it's it's just what you have to do. The most aggressive guy on the PGA Tour is Siwoo Kim when it comes mm-hmm. with the, to the irons. Okay. So you think he can't play well there. But when he's on, he's going to be on, and he won the golf tournament a few years ago. Ooh, that's interesting. So yeah, let me yeah. ask you a, a quick get-out question here about matchups. Uh, you mentioned interest in fading Morikawa because of the miss to the left. Uh, he's matched up against uh, you know relatively similar prices against Max Homa uh, and Xander Shoffley. Either of those two guys a better fade, or are you going with both against Morikawa? I go with both against Morikawa. Actually, <laughs> um, 
uh, obviously, we love Max Homa. Uh, yes. And Max Homa has the ability to win golf tournaments when he gets the chance to win a golf tournament. We know a lot of guys. We can name them. We don't want to because we don't want to be mean, but we know a lot of guys who get themselves in contention and just don't win. Max Homa is one of those guys that you give him a chance, he's going to take the boat. And so uh, I love Max Homa if he's playing well. Xander's hard to figure out. You know, Xander puts put to, puts together these runs of, of great golf, wins golf tournaments, and then he goes away for a little while. I, I don't know where he is right now in terms of putting together one of those runs. When he does, jump on him because he doesn't just win once. He wins several tournaments mm. in a very short period of time. I haven't seen signs that that's about to happen, but it may. Plus, uh, we're talking about all California guys. Uh, putting on Bermuda, so there's a <laughs> yeah. bit of a toss up there. Yeah, good point. Absolutely. So, John, is there anything that you know people should be worried about or monitor once API starts, whether that be weather or guys who are just kind of striking the ball well but not putting? Anything that we should take note of? Well, I've been watching behind you because <laughs> I see the forecast as blowing 25 miles an hour uh, over the uh, the weekend. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. The forecast is for this really hard golf course to play even harder. And uh, I, I mean, that that's just awesome to me. Uh, yeah. That that makes for a great viewing experience. You, we've just mentioned Max Homa. Nobody plays hard golf courses better than Max Homa these days. So, again, we got to put him in the mix. I appreciate that, John. I thank you for your time. Can you tell everyone where to find your content and what you're working on? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a co-host of Catrick and McGinnis on Tap weekdays, uh, four to six on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. Cool. Uh, I am generally on course every other week for PGA Tour Live, ESPN Plus. Uh, I, I walk the fairways, I sweat, I talk to the guys, uh, I whisper a lot, and uh, I have a blast doing it. Can you believe they pay us to do this stuff, guys? It's crazy. It, it's, <laughs> it's actually a dream come true. I'm living on the golf course, on the driving wage with some of my favorite golfers, guys who I've been looking up to since I've been a little kid. John, I'm going to be sure to find you at the Players next week. Thank you again for all your time. I look forward to it. We can I can sit next to you on a range somewhere in the future. Okay. I'd love to. Oh, yeah, Ooh. that'd be great. That would be Perfect. work something out next week. Awesome. Listen, I'm going to read this promo read. And Drew, then we're going to talk about some bets we like for this week. Download the Road to World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster. Get the latest injury updates, players news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the app store today. Okay, so let's talk my favorite bets. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? I am going to talk about one and it hurts me to say it, but unfortunately I'm going to be betting on Jordan Speed over Matt Fitzpatrick. And why I say oh, I, like it, I regret to say that is because if we look at Matt Fitzpatrick history here, he has been absolute dynamite. But he's dealing with a lingering injury. Yep. And when you play a tough course, especially when you play a tough course in the wind if you're not going to be able to generate power or you're having any kind of strain on your muscles, it makes it much that much more difficult. Like uh, I want to give an example of Xander Shoffley when he first came back from his injury, right? In his press conference, he said something that eventually led me to fading him that week. But he said, I can play golf, but I'm not able to generate the power that I'm accustomed to. And that enough was got me excited to fade him. Jordan Spieth hasn't played this tournament. He didn't play this tournament last year, but the year before he was T4. Um, for speed, it's about keeping his ball in the fairway. But John McGinnis said something that got me super excited about this is Jordan Speed is a great wedge player. I think yeah. if Jordan Speed stays in the fairway, he flips his wedge up there and he can putt. Um, it's plus money. Like you're not going to talk me off of plus money. Um, another one that I, I like, and I'm going to let you get to your 
round ball action is Victor Hovland, top 20. It's plus 155. In sports betting, we have to always remember that when you're getting plus money odds for a guy who probably has higher expected value, which means they're probably going to hit at a higher percentage of time than the odds indicate, you have to take it. Victor Hovland finished T second here last year. I was one of the guys who bet him to win outright. I did bet him top 10 and bet him top 20, but his game's going to fit here, right? He hits his ball in the middle of the fairway. He, he's one of the, the best ball strikers, one of the best approach players on tour. You know, it does come down to around the greens, but even with him struggling in his last event around the greens, he still has improved. And those improvements, if he keeps building on it year after year, you're going to see him, I mean, excuse me, week after week, you're going to see him be in contention. And I mean, it's top 20. Uh, you know, yeah. Victor Hovland loves to show out and loves to have great events. No doubt. Uh, good looks. Uh, the Matthew Fitz, Fitzpatrick fade has been the most profitable angle for me yes. betting this season by a lot. Yep. Uh, he, until he puts four solid rounds of golf back to back to back to back, uh, I will continue to bet against him in every opportunity we have. He's I see plus money on Shane Lowry against him. I like your plus money yep. on speed against him. Uh, eventually, he'll pop and he'll have a great tournament and the run will be over. But uh, yep. for now, at least, this has been a white-hot betting angle. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to pick on a guy who's as great as Fitzpatrick, who has, you know, but dealing with a neck injury and like you said in these type of conditions that could be the kiss of death so i absolutely love it um couple a uh, couple of things for me at least you know just just a real quick touch on uh, some of the news in the nfl draft today okay um jalen carter of georgia a very 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 troubling story uh finally emerging regarding his um you know his uh involvement in the death of a teammate and drag racing and lying to police just a lot of uh, you know kind of swirling uh, troubling uh, issues there to me at least that uh, takes him out of contention to be the first defensive player taken I think Will Anderson probably yeah. like 80% now to be the top defensive player uh, and I would put uh, Tyree Wilson at about 20% uh, and I think that's where you'll see that market reopen uh, all told, I think that you're starting, you know, this combine weekend, we're going to see uh, sort of a crystallization that Bears and Texans are going to switch picks. Texans are going to take Bryce Young first. Bears are probably yeah. going to take Will Anderson second. I think that's where we are headed. Uh, and this is probably going to, you're going to see the market firm around this over the next probably 72 hours. Yeah, I actually, um, I'm in the middle of writing my mock draft write up. And I thought that Anderson was going to be a better fit for the Bears um, than Carter was. Carter what, only had six sacks uh, in his entire career at Georgia, and then he went a span of almost an entire year without recording one sack. The Bears were the bottom of the league in sacks and QB pressures. And so getting a guy coming off the edge like Will Anderson, who led college football in QB pressures, had 33 sacks, you know, it's something that I thought was just a better fit. Now the pricing is not going to be something I'm going to be too excited about. But, I mean, it makes total sense now with, with the news on Carter. Um, that I think yeah. Anderson's probably one of the better uh, one of the better fits here. Yeah, and uh, it's a sad story. Uh, it it, really you know, it ultimately, I don't think Carter – I don't think this necessarily impacts Carter's ability to be a professional football player uh, and to have a, you know, a profitable career. He probably uh, still goes to the Arizona Cardinals, although I doubt he goes third. Uh, yeah. Cardinals' third pick to me now looks very, very likely to be traded for a quarterback. I think you're probably going to see – of the four quarterbacks we've kind of kicked around and talked about, you know, these guys could all go in the first round. Those yeah. guys are all going to go in the first five picks. Uh, yeah. There's, you know, some some order uh, to some teams. We don't know the answers yet. There's still a lot of evaluation process to go through here. But uh, I think uh, you're going to see Young and Anderson one, two, and then in some order, Stroud, uh, Levis, and Richardson three, four, five. 
No, I totally agree. This is like last year felt pretty easy to hit the draft uh, trifecta, but I don't think I don't think it's something I want to do because you're going to have to guess which team wants which quarterback. Yeah, it's right. Cut. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And uh, um, I, we may get some news. We're going to talk some yeah. to some people who have boots on the ground uh, later this week, and we'll get uh, some insights. So that'll always be important because you know people th- th- these teams tend to tip their hands a little bit about who exactly yeah, they, they like, and you know the picture may change. But uh, I teased it off the top. NBA tonight looks pretty good. Uh, best bet on okay. the board for me uh, with margin is the uh, Pels taking on the Trailblazers. Pels are going to be without Zion Williamson. We know this. Uh, they're going to be without Larry Nance Jr. Lydell Alvarado are also out. Um, but I would expect jo- Jonas Valanciunas does play brandon ingram is coming on pretty strong right now uh, and they're taking on a trailblazers team that is completely out of gas second oh, half yeah. of the trailblazers warriors game last night showed you a, a blazers team that is completely uh on its on fumes uh, and now they have to do a quick turnaround go home play a pelicans team that is coming off of a tough loss to the magic so uh decent opportunity here for the uh for the pelicans to get an outright win and brad our Orlando Magic are yes. catching seven and a half points against the Bucks. Yeah, that's too many, man. That's too, too many. many. Uh, favorite too bet on the many. board is Pels, but I'm going to take a swing on the uh, on the Magic as well. Yeah, uh, Damian Lillard can't do it all. They uh, Gold State was running this little box and one kind of defense on him, uh, kind of shut him down. A lot of tread on those tires when he's the only man orchestrating that offense. And our Orlando Magic. <laughs> they need to get a run going. They need to get yes. They're so close. Let's to go. Just get a little run going. I'm just begging you. We can't do this 500 stuff. But I just want to add one more thing before we close, Drew. Eric Froton will be on Friday to talk first oh, offensive cool. player. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more of the news coming out of the combine. So maybe we'll get a little bit more clarity. But, Drew, man, this was fun. I'm going to spend the rest of the day walking around API trying to you know, get a little bit more intel for anybody uh, who's, who's following us on Twitter. So thank you, man. This was great. This was so great. Uh, don't forget to check out the NBCSportsEdge.com for more information to help you out with your wagers. Thanks for everyone watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. And if you're watching, if you're listening in podcast form, be sure to rate, download, and subscribe. Take care. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work.